Comanchet, friends. We are back for our 17th episode of Old Men on the Mountain. It is a podcast where people tell stories that they might want to tell their children one day. Hopefully those stories are interesting. And they almost always are. As always. Yes. Oh, sorry. It's okay, Jim. It's okay, Jim. Uh, Jim is also a part of this podcast. Jim Hall. Hello. If you've listened before, you know he's always here. Usually. Well, you know, actually, yes, always. Yeah, yeah. That's the wrong word. And always appreciated. Oh, thank you. Yes. So thank you for your input there. I am Craig Massey, and I am happy to introduce William Billy Ferguson. Yes. Hey, everybody. He's here. Oh, it finally good, happened. Good voice for it. Yeah. He was, he yeah. was just telling us that he's a trained vocal actor. Yes. From Hollywood. Ooh. Oh, big, big time! So look out. Usually, we just have people that we graduated college with, mostly jackasses. But we've got a real professional here. This a real time. professional. And I didn't meet either of you until well after college. It's true. Mm-hmm. Although I will put a little monkey in that wrench, and <laughs> if that if you follow me, because I I know Billy, but because of a guy that I knew. You bastard! So they, oh, it's Noah one, Ramsey Smith. Noah Ramsey Smith. We used to, we used to be in a band together. We went lead to Europe together. The, uh, lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Is he? Has he been on the show? He has not been on the show yet. Actually, you beat him to it. Mm. But he's so <laughs> busy that, with his Noah. other music endeavors, and uh, you know, yeah, he'll come on someday. I'm sure he will. And Whatever. Most, <laughs> and mostly has yeah. to, to do with my opinion of Noah, which is subpar. Subpar. I don't like him either. I'm That's calling you true. out, Noah Ramsey Smith. I'm kidding. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's what? a good guy. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, enough about Noah. We'll talk about Noah when Noah's on the podcast. Oh, let's yeah. talk about you. Oh. Yeah, Billy. Yeah. Right here, right now. Well, um, I have an announcement to make. I invented something today. Let's hear it. I, I had a sore throat earlier, and I was a little nervous because uh, I was going to be talking for... Lord knows how long. That's what you should be. This is really into important. Lord knows how many people too. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure only it's the Lord knows thousands. Yeah, tens of thousands. Dare I say, hundreds of thousands. And so I was, I was a little uh, rough, you know, sounded kind of crummy, mm-hmm. and uh, and I thought maybe a hot toddy would be in order. Mm-hmm. A hot toddy. And so I went to the kitchen, especially and, on a holiday weekend. Yes, and I, I I found several varieties of honey. I had some. Some lemons that I picked from uh, my fiance's grandfather's tree in San Berdu. And what uh, is this, Russell Crowe's A Good Year? <laughs> <laughs> plenty of hot water and no whiskey. Oh, and no I, whiskey this time. Oh, and I began to despair. Uh, but I noticed I had some rum and that my garden was full of mint. And so I would like to introduce to the world. The hot mojito toddy. Ooh, wow. I like that. There it is, and it worked. Your voice sounds magnificent, exuberant. I'm like yeah. very white. Man. It's I like a nice what? mid-range, easy to understand, just and great vocabulary, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't have to do with the waveform sound, yeah. but hey, that's all his mind. You gotta like him for his mind. I like the. I like the part where he said, "I found some mint in my garden." <laughs> like, wow. Okay. You know what's funny about like finding it there is that I put it there. Oh. <laughs> and it comes back every year bigger and better. All right. Well, you don't have to sort be, of like me. You don't have to be a dick about Much it. Much like Jim. Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a dick. It's fine. Kid thinks he's better. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I got in my garden? Nothing. I don't got a fucking garden. I don't care. All right? I go to the grocery store. It's all wrapped in cellophane. Whatever. You know, it's going to be fine when all the shit goes down because that's always going to be there. Right? As long as it's frozen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just froze those tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I will froze. froze <laughs> yeah, I, know. I got the verb uh, tense wrong. Just so you listeners know, and you know, I don't want to keep emphasizing alcoholism, but we were drinking a little bit before this. I, but we're, I think it's like there's. I a think it's acceptable. Usually, we start drinking. You know, the reason is that we're watching your Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Everyone and your the everybody's your Boston Celtics advance to the NBA Finals against the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't have to work today on a Friday, which was uh, a special treat for That's me. That's always good. It's pretty nice. And I had my last day of a job that was okay, but, you know, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. So, you know what? If you're upset about maybe we're going to slur a couple words, then fuck off, because <laughs> yeah. we deserve it. This is episode 17, motherfucker. Motherfucker. That's yeah. one more than 16. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's a... It's one of the. It's a weird birthday though, because like you know, sixteen's mm. big because you can drive. Eighteen's big because you can smoke and buy porn. But seventeen is just like wow. Seventeen's yeah. just when you I, start. I'm to a junior in high school. And sketchy. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. You start growing a shitty mustache. Yeah, seventeen. And, look out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jim's unemployed. Oh no. Well, I'm in. I'm only unemployed for a week. No excuses. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. He's just stealing for the, for, for, from the rest of us for a week. No, I'm not collecting unemployment this week. All right. Yeah. Hey, why don't you step up, Jim? Because it would be it would be fraud. Because I'm intentionally taking a week off. And if anyone ever called anybody, I was like, just confirming, just confirming this work. And he's like, well, you know, he was going to the next job. It's like, well, that's funny. He collected money from us. Like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Better man than I. I don't want to go to jail. Well, it's one week. It's five. And honestly, it's four days because Memorial Day weekend. It's kind of. I think I see Aquaman. <laughs> exactly. My story begins week. with unemployment. So, uh, oh. Well, then let's take a quick break then. Oh, sorry. We'll we don't do stories in. here. We just kind of blabber on. That would have oh. been a fantastic tra- transition, but it just doesn't fit the format. So <laughs> yeah. let's take a quick break and then we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. it and it's a, it's a very good story. Okay, because I have to poop. Great. All right. So Bill is going to poop. We're going to take a break. And then we're going to come back and hopefully he wiped. <laughs> Alright, welcome back. Fucking talk, dude. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're so Jim professional. trying to introduce this. Oh. I'm so sorry. You better be sorry. Okay, well, a very a very solemn and apologetic Billy Ferguson is about to tell what I did. Usually I don't know the stories going in, but I've heard this story, but never really the complete version. And I'm very looking forward to it, and I'll chime in when I can, but not spoil anything. Okay. Go. So, uh, so Jim's unemployed, and uh, a couple years ago, I, I was... I was working for the man, and um, the man decided that, that they weren't going to have me anymore. So um, I got let go, which is I had been hoping for for a long time. So the man was Carl Malone, right? You were his assistant. Yes. Okay. Um, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to make any more comments like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Just> sorry. <laughs> um, the story has very specific parts in a very specific order. So, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm going to... It worked out really well. A lot of people freak out when they get lo- let go from their job, but I was kind of hoping that it was going to happen, and, and they gave me a lot more money than they should have to leave, which is always a good thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, unemployment on top of that, I thought I would maybe enjoy myself for a little bit, so... Yeah, the car for the walk. I have this beautiful <laughs> motorcycle, and I thought, wouldn't it be nice 
here in June uh, to to just take off and and uh, see the country in a way that most people don't get to. And uh, I used to live in New Orleans, so I, I thought, well, the, the Interstate 10 goes right there. So that's where I went. So what bike did you have? It's a, a 2006 Triumph Bonneville T100. Oh, it's red it's and kind black. of like you'd want, Craig. Oh yeah, no, I like it. I like that. I heard the the newer Triumphs are very good. Or sometimes they leak oil a little bit, but not as much as the older ones. Yeah, the old ones leak like crazy. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's like that just goes into it. But, and, yeah. and if you want to get a new one, I'd say get like uh, before two thousand eight, because the the recent ones they they're getting ugly. Mm. You know, they always oh, they're changing. I haven't yeah, looked at the modernized stuff. It's really stupid. Oh, no, because yours looks, looks old. It doesn't look like it's because it, well, that was a whole yeah. throwback series that they were doing, like right around what oh six oh five. Right. Uh, well, actually, they started in two thousand. Oh, but they weren't really popular until about two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Oh, until I learned about it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> until right. you decided. To do. All right. Cool. Whatever. I well, was uh, you invented wearing blazers and jeans too. Anyway, so. So I made it to to New Orleans, and that was great. <clears throat> uh, I can't say that Texas was great. That's a mm. big. That's a big place. Oh yeah. There's there's not very much there. Yeah, I I drove through it one time. Oh, actually, with Craig on our trip to L.A., and I don't remember it being a little boring. Yeah. A little flat. Yeah. Austin was nice. I'll, I'll say that. Sure. I don't think I haven't been into Austin. You know what they say about Austin? The worst thing about it is that you have to drive through Texas to get there. Oh, ah, yeah, there you go. Makes sense. You didn't I didn't know that. But now I do. So leaving New Orleans, I uh, I had a um, a strange feeling that morning that that something wasn't right. But you know, I had to go. I was on somewhat of a schedule, mm-hmm. and so I headed east, um, singing songs inside my helmet, probably eastbound and down. You guys like smoking in the band? Oh sure, yeah, oh, I love man. that song Good too. Stuff. Actually, yeah, uh, and. The roads in Louisiana are maybe not the best. Uh, Mississippi's pretty awful, too. Ups and downs, many bridges. Lots of that kind of slabby concrete mm-hmm. crap, so you're just like... That's a pain in the ass in a car. I can't imagine on a bike. It's just going to be weird. Yeah, yeah. so it was kind of jostling me around, and then uh, I started having some electrical problem of some kind. The power would just dip. So I'm going along. I was like, "That that's not normal. Uh, maybe it'll go away. <laughs> Perhaps I'll just keep yeah. driving. Hey, you know what? And that's America. <laughs> yeah. Problems will just go away. They do. Uh, and this one didn't go away. <laughs> because the South is not necessarily America. This is also true. Another America. So I get to... I'm around Union, Alabama. You guys been there? I don't think so, no. Yeah, I don't think anybody goes there. I thought Alabama seceded from the Union, so that's confusing. (laughs) It it was very confusing. I think General Sherman must have renamed that town uh, after he burned down whatever was there before. Oh, after his march. Yes. Yes. Um, I love a good march. (laughs) (laughs) You would have loved this one, Jim, then. (laughs) And second only to the Trail of Tears, you would have enjoyed this. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) My favorite trail. It's very scenic. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. A lot of blankets along the way. Oh. 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 Subtlety. Smallpox. Okay. (laughs) In case you're not familiar. Here's a history lesson, kids. 
You just got it. Now Google I hear, that. I want to hear what no, happened with go. Billy's yeah, electrical going. system on his T100. Oh, man. So The exhaust on right in the side of the motorcycle. There. It, it was crazy. By the way. Uh, power was just falling off of me everywhere, and I had to take an exit ramp because the bike died. And uh, I get up there, and uh, I coast down to um, a Hardy's parking lot. I was like, hey, you know, I can work on my bike there, and... If I get hungry, it's a Hardee's. <laughs> there you go. Uh, same as Carl's Jr. out here, I believe. I think you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those weird companies that they may bought them out, but they didn't want to change the name, but it's the same shit. Yeah. So it's weird. It's weird. And uh, so I'm working on stuff, and i, I not really finding anything wrong. And um, I'm not going to point out that I failed to check one of the most obvious things. But it, it doesn't matter, because I got the bike started. Can I venture a guess, or should I, would that ruin it? Um, you go for it. Did you check your battery connections? (laughs) (laughs) But I went so far as to open up the headlight where everything else connects and and check all of those. Uh, but, But, see, I think I got thrown off, because here's the deal. I'm in Union, Alabama. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my bike. You've got four shotguns on it. You don't know what's going on I, in your bike? I'd say the, the F-bomb. Mm. Oh, yes. Fucking A. Oh, this is an explicit podcast. Okay, great. Yeah, don't be a fucking pussy about it, all <laughs> right? Super. Um, and and I, I was carrying a firearm. Um, a gigantic three fifty seven Magnum Ooh. that uh, I have multiple permits for to carry concealed in 30 different states, Alabama being one of them. Wow, that's a lot of, that's a lot of paperwork. It, it's quite a bit. Um, also classes, money, it's, it's pain in the ass. Yeah. Getting your photograph taken at the Kinko's and shit. So anyway, I'm out there working in the hot sun and, and this, this weird dude with, uh, wearing shorts with his t-shirt tucked into his shorts, uh, comes out and, and he's like, uh, Hey, working on your bike there. And I'm like, yeah, good call. And. And he says, can, can I offer <laughs> as you... you know, that's not what happened anywhere, really, in America. But especially down in the South, I'm assuming. What is that, a motorcycle I got there? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then it gets weird, because he says, can I offer you a place uh, where you can get out of the sun, uh, maybe take a rest? And I'm like, great, now the weird, uh, creepy dude is hitting on me and wants to take me back to his yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. Or you're not sure, is, is this just Southern hospitality, or... Hard to tell sometimes. I mean, maybe his boner was a, uh, you know, an indication. Yeah, that did kind of bother me a little bit. And so I said, no, I think I'll be okay. Um, I was also confused that he offered me a place to stay because we were right across the street from a hotel. Mm. Which I did point out, uh, come to think of it. <laughs> and he said, well, I don't know about that hotel. <laughs> but I can tell you where there's a good hotel. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. And... And I said, no, I'll be all right, thanks. And he turns to leave. You know, he said something pleasant and turns to leave. And then he turns back around and he says one more thing. I'm like, oh, fucking Christ, what do you want? Other than, you know, what's in my shorts. Uh, and, and he says, what's in your shorts? <laughs> Trouser snakes, mostly. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, he says, I know this looks like a quiet little backwoods town, but it's real dangerous after dark. I was like, oh, yeah, is that so? And he's like, yeah, really dangerous. Whoa. And I was like, huh, okay, thanks for the heads up. 
You're like, I've seen True Blood, thank you. And I'm okay. <laughs> I'm right. pretty sure I know what to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm carrying this ridiculous firearm. Yeah, yeah, that especially. Um, and a boot dagger, which, oh. which uh, I used to carry all the time. Uh, which is a knife in your boot. Yes. And so he leaves, and I'm glad for it. And I, I get to work, and I'm really cranking away on the bike. And I don't know what I did. I might have actually got around to checking the battery connections because I got the thing restarted. And I went across the street, um, not to the hotel, but to a Chevron, and got some gas, and I'm back on the road, and everything's good. Oh, great. And I make it like 15 miles up the road, and uh, it, it all starts happening again. And uh, I'm cursing God and everything, and, and, and then the bike goes dead, right on the side of the road, nothing around, and I can't get it restarted. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, what am I going to do? It's hot out here. But not for long. The sun's going down. And then I realize, oh, I have total coverage. Uh, I'll call a tow truck. Oh, right. Yeah. So things are looking up. Tow truck takes about two hours to get there, but uh, and it's a wrecker. You know, the one with the arms, the the kind of crane arm thing mm-hmm. on the back, not a flatbed one. Yeah, but the one that like yeah, lifts up the, the front of the car. Ones, yeah, yeah, that I that I'll see out here in L.A. They usually have just the ones where they just like kind of like yeah, pop up into the frame and just. Hoist it on up and just get it on out of there. Yeah, yeah. And that's the only way I'd ever seen a motorcycle move before. And, and, and he's like, I'm going to lift this thing up in the air. Oh, yeah, for a motorcycle. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, just put it on its side. And he's like, most people don't know how to do this. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to do what now? And uh, he threads a bunch of crap through the frame and lifts the bike up in the air and, and then kind of like suspends it there uh, so it's not swinging around. It looks like it's caught in a spider web, and uh, he drives me up to the next town, and, and we, we drop the bike off at a, a, a local motorcycle shop that he recommends. Um, they were closed, so I just kind of left it there and left a note, and then he takes me to a hotel. I think it was a Best Western, and uh, I turned on the charm when I saw the, the woman at the desk, and she's probably about 45, doesn't look like she'd maybe ever been out of this town before, and she says, did you come in on that wrecker? And I said, <laughs> yeah, right? And I said, well, yes, ma'am, I did. And she said, well, what happened to you? And I said, uh, you know, my, my motorcycle broke down in Union. And she got this look on her face, like like something was really wrong. And I, and I said, is everything okay? And she said, you broke down in Union? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, I don't go to Union. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. What's wrong with Union? And, and she said, you ever heard of foot washing? And I'm thinking, did this lady just say foot washing? <laughs> yeah. As, and, and, I, I, and so I said what any decent person would say, and that's, well, not outside of cleaning your feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not, yeah not. <laughs> and she said, I don't know why they call it foot washing. And at this point, I'm just flat scared. I don't want to hear what she has to say. I but at just least want... you're not in union right now. Yeah, exactly. I just want my room key, and I want to go be alone away from all these weird people. And she says, I don't know why they call it foot washing, but they're... it's all lax down in union. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good old-fashioned racism. <laughs> but then she went on to say that they, they, they have these parties, and they get all crazy. And then they roam around town in gangs, 
beating people up and robbing them and setting fires and stuff. Oh, man. I was like, it's just full of fear. But that stuff never really But happened. maybe it's true. Well, but it confirmed what the weird yeah, was guy like, that was hitting stay on here me after was talking about. Oh, I don't get, stay yes, here after true. dark. I mean, like, Shit happens down. And so yes. I was really glad to not be in Union and to be in T- Tuscaloosa or wherever the fuck it was. Atlanta. <laughs> it was definitely not hot Atlanta. Oh, okay. Well, wait, my mistake. No, that's, that's in Georgia. That's totally my bad. We're talking about, what is we're talking Alabama. about Alabama. Yeah. You don't give a rip about Alabama, <laughs> all right? So I made it out of uh, Union, Alabama unscathed. Um, Thankfully. I had to spend uh, several more hours with a tow truck driver as he had to take me to an entirely different town that would that would actually work on Triumphs, the uh, the place that he dropped me off. It turns out that he was Al Gore. They said, <laughs> they said no. I'm going to take your bike over to this place. <laughs> Tell you what, he's going to do just the best job that you're going to ever he's gonna see. He's going to put it in a lockbox. Hey, especially on a Triumph. Yeah, especially. Here's my friend Billy. <laughs> he's got a problem with his bike. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, so yeah, okay, I'll let you continue. So the assholes at the store, at the, at the bike shop were like, you can bring your bike in here and work on it if you want. And I was like, no, I was trying to pay you to do it, but um, right. you know, I'll just get the fuck out of here. Uh, and we went to a Triumph dealership. And uh, It's lucky there was one fairly close. Uh, not, not as close as I'd have liked it to be, uh, but, it, but it was okay. Um, and they were really cool and fixed me up and headed on up the road. I stopped in Nashville, Tennessee that night. Stayed with some friends, I think two nights because I was a little frazzled. Hey, you got to take a break, especially from the South, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Makes well, total sense. I wasn't out of the South yet. And in a few more weeks, I'm gonna, I was wishing I was back in the South. But that's that's the second part of the <laughs> that's story. That's the second part. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, um... Shall we take a break now? And... Let's take a little break. Yeah, let's take a quick break. That's a good place to stop. Yeah. All right. Well, just as the siren's going by, perfect. Hey, hey, good for us. Hey, well, part that sounds like a nineteen forties ambulance. What was that? Or like well, the like the the uh, Ecto one. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should just take a break. Have some Ecto cooler if we could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's good. I'm not gonna understand that. Should just be a Slimer voice. <laughs> Uh, it was really crazy and surprising. It so was good excellent. for Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, even better time for a break. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. Fuck you. Okay, we're back. It's uh, it's not unprecedented, but less precedented. It's part two of the story. Continue. Thanks, Billy. So I make it to Virginia. That's where I grew up uh, with, uh, bring it back around to Noah Ramsey Smith. Uh, oh, yeah? We, we grew up there together. Stanton. Stanton, Virginia. Stanton, Virginia. Stank, yeah. Stankin' vagina, as we call it occasionally. Ooh, yeah. That's America. That's a merch. Just like we had a teacher in fifth grade named Mrs. Colantuano. People <laughs> called her Mrs. Colantuano. <laughs> um, I certainly did not call her that because I have respect for that woman. Well, I said it. In, in second grade? Said it. No, fifth grade. Oh, oh. I thought you said No, second. she was an eighth grade teacher. 
Jimmy. Why don't you ladies fight we'll this We'll talk about me. that in our 10-year right. yeah, yeah, yeah. in November. But you <laughs> right, will yeah. be proved wrong, we'll Jim. Out. Right. Continue your story, so, Billy. So I'm having a, a blast in Virginia with all my friends. It's the 4th of July. Um, almost the 4th of July. And, and, uh, it was the 3rd of July. It, it was actually more like late June and... I decided to. But stay. you're thinking about it. No, yeah, it's like the 29th. Yeah. Sorry, June. sorry, sorry. Well, well, see, the thing is, I was supposed to. I was supposed to go back across the country on the bike, and because I had a plane ticket to actually fly to Virginia, where I was for the Fourth of July, then fly to New York, then fly back to L.A. Uh, and uh, me and my my fiance were going to do this. She wasn't my fiance at the time, but she is now. Thank you. You finally made an honest, lovely girl. Yeah, yeah. Super. Hi, super Lori. Lovely. Hi. Uh, and I'm thinking, man, I don't have anything to do, and I don't really. I'd rather relax here and have fun than than like ride back across the country right now, like on a deadline. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because that's no fun. And so I checked out. Some Not at all, especially on a bike. It's dangerous. Oh yeah, and, and so I checked. I know about that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know all, <laughs> all right. You I've off thought about it so much. I know what yeah. that must be. I like. got the books. <laughs> You know what? When I'm driving in my Civic, it's just nuts. I'm like, I'm just out there on the open road. I just I got put, the windows rolled I just down. Put, oh yeah, just passenger and driver side windows. Roof cracked. Yeah. I don't have a moonroof. Oh, so fuck you. All right, <laughs> just continue your goddamn story then. All right, I got this cool bike and whatever. I got this gun and knife. I know I'm really cool. Uh, and then and so I check out some shipping options, and uh, it's actually cheaper. I can compare it to the gas and the hotels. To get back, it was cheaper to ship the bike and cancel the first leg of my flight. Really? Pick it up from from Virginia. Wow. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And uh, but this meant that I was flying with a firearm, which is legal if you declare it at check-in. The TSA guys check it out, and um, you sign some papers, and it goes in your checked luggage. It has to be in like a special locked box, which I went out and bought. So I was a lockbox. Yeah, I said I was before. <laughs> super prepared. Yeah, you're like uh, clairvoyant or something. I, I am. We'll talk about that more later. <laughs> wow. Continue. So, so we have a great time on the Fourth of July. Watch the fireworks and go to a party where a bunch of my friends are zapping each other with tasers. And I had that, oh, on, that sounds great. On video with somewhere. Uh, yeah, it sounds like your next story on uh, Old Man on the Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can just get the footage. Uh, Share no, that. Oh, no, we'll just YouTube it then. Yeah. No big whoop. Um, and so we, we fly from Richmond, Virginia to, to JFK in, in New York. And uh, I'm checking in there and I'm like, uh, a little nervous. Uh, I'd like to declare a firearm, please. And, and they're like, okay, no problem. Um, they call the TSA guy over and he takes me like somewhere behind like a partition where you can he can look at it and inspect it without everybody else in the airport being freaking like, out. Yeah, freaking out. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. And, um, He's super cool, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, nice piece, whatever." Uh, sign this, bada bing, bada boom. I'm on the plane and uh, get to New York. Spend three days there. This is my first time in New York. It's uh, very crowded there. Would you say? Yeah, yeah it's a, a lot, lot of claustrophobic. I, I like New York, and I've always had fun in New York, but I have a hard time imagining living in New York. And you know yeah, what? I mean, I've been there for like half a day once, and I just got to recommend a couple <laughs> things. You got to go to CBGB's, go check out some bands there, get a slice of Brooklyn pizza, and then get the fuck out of New York. You know what I mean? Pizza. What's a yeah. fucking spicy flakes? You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You got to get the Parmesan, and then you get the Fuck spicy you. fucking flakes on there. 
I said Parmesan one time instead of Parmesan in high school. I was didn't read it right. <laughs> I've never heard the end of it. All right, may continue. It's racist, man. I know. Uh, we stayed with my very handsome friend Tom in New York, who's going to be conducting my wedding this October. Um, Why isn't it me? Baby? Hey, we fucking get it. You got a fiance. You're getting married. I know you're in the midst of it, but come I'm, on. I'm, There's fire on. He's right in the midst of it. I'm kind of kind of into it. So mid midst. Uh, I believe you said mist. My apologies, <laughs> you're, America. Apologies. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. We're we're yeah. keep going. <laughs> so we're we're in uh, New York for a total of three days, and uh, we go to the airport to leave. And um, I'm checking in again. I'm all confident this time. I got my. You know how it works. Yeah, totally. Already, already did it. Yeah, I mean, it's easy now. And I'm wearing my my camo T-shirt with the eagle on it, and uh, <laughs> I had long hair at the time, and. So I was rocking that, and uh, I'd say to the lady at the check-in, uh, I need to declare a firearm, and she goes, oh! And I thought, that's odd. She's supposed to say, let me call a TSA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've done this before, miss. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and, and, and so she looks all flustered and and gets on her cell phone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that's a little weird. And and she and I'm like, um, ma'am, ma'am, you, just, just call TSA. They'll check it out. Paperwork. I have it all, ma'am. And and she's on the phone, and I can't tell what she's saying, except that I hear her say, well, do I call the regular line or, like, the emergency line or what? And I'm like, oh, God, what's happening? And uh, she's fucking calling the cops on me. As any American would. Shit. And should. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. In New York, where they don't have the Second Amendment or um, any sense. So, oh, that seems to be the problem. Yeah, maybe we clarify that. Like they, or should we? Clarify oh, keep going, that keep later? going. We'll yeah. clarify it later. So, so she calls the cops, and the cops show up, Port Authority police, and uh, the first dude, he, you know, he's he's the first one on the scene. He's pretty cool, and uh, he's like, so, so what's the deal? You know, like I'm like, I'm just trying to declare my gun. He's like, what do you have a gun for? And I'm like, thinking, well, I don't really have to tell you why, but because. Um, it's none of your business, and it's my right. But I am telling you that I have it. <laughs> but not, yeah, you know, it, it I'm trying to declare it legally the same way that I flew here with it. It's for personal protection, and I'm going home. And, you know, I got my permits and shit, so what's the deal? And he's like, uh, uh, how long have you been in... No, he, he asked me, are you in transit? I'm like, I'm at the fucking airport, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I, I'm not going out to dinner, uh... At, at the Sam Adams Sports Bar, which is a great sports bar. Yeah, by, by the, the way, way. and you fantastic can, wings. Yeah. You can always yeah. count on them because oh. they're everywhere. Fifty yeah. cents. You got six wings for fifty cents, like three bucks on Tuesdays. It's great. Anyway, continue your story about your gun or whatever. I don't think it's that cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, Craig is lying right now. <laughs> so what? Hey, continue. you know what? That's a lie, pain. So this guy doesn't know what to do, and and. and and he's kind of dicking around, and then some other cops show up, and they're all dicking around. And then the the and then I realize something terrible, and that's that I still have my boot knife in Ew. my boot. Oh, so that's really your only major mistake, really. That Beyond was, bureaucracy, yeah. at this point, like that the boot was, knife is a problem. That was my bad. Can I ask a question? No, boot knives are not legal anywhere. No, no, that's not the question. That's not the question. <laughs> no, anywhere on a plane. Which I think, no, 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 they're, just, no, no, they're no. not legal at all. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Can, I never thought about it. You can't carry a knife in your boot? Not right? a fixed blade. It has to be a folding blade. 
And and blades have to be like under three inches. This is pretty standard for most states. Throughout the country. For most states, yeah. Oh. I was gonna say had you gone through the metal detector yet, but I guess No, I was not. just still Sorry, checking in. Not. So like I could have just put it in my bag, but uh I instead I thought I'd do the responsible thing in a uh he had like eight ounces of shampoo in his bag, so they knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like eggs, that was yeah, over of course. Three so, so I go so. to the, the the first cop that showed up. I'm like, I, I forgot to, I forgot to put my my knife in my bag, and it's still in my boot. And he's like, You're what? telling me you have a knife in your boot? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Can I put it in my bag? And he's like, Just just sit tight. <laughs> and then his then his and then he calls up somebody who's like. I don't understand, dude. It's like fucking Grand Theft Auto with this bullshit. But this guy. Then the supervisor cop shows up, and uh, I would I would dare to say that he was an angry black man. Um, no racism involved. No just, racism no, involved. It was a man who was angry yeah. who was black. But you know, like he had some beef that uh, that from from something else. Wendy's. McDonald's? <laughs> to get them square burgers. Arby's? Perhaps. And, and he just. Hardee's, maybe? This guy, <laughs> he comes up to me and he, he gets briefed. And then he comes over to me and he's like, So you got a gun and a knife? And I'm like, Yes, that's what I've been telling every police officer that I've spoken to for the last hour and a half. Oh, keep in mind, this is happening at check in. My fiance is standing there watching this happen. Oh. Uh... So is everyone else that's going to be riding on the plane. With us. Some uh, people with popcorn, they're like, oh, shit, <laughs> that guy's going to get so Is this a, uh, a degree moment right now? Degree? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, you just got to open up a Snickers, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, snap it to a Slim Jim at that point. Yeah. Or a Twix. I need, <laughs> yes, a, I need a, a Twix minute. is actually really what you want. You want to stop time with a Twix. And so this asshole says, come over here, and takes me off to the side near a wall. Because I think he already knew what, was, what, what his plan was. He's like, why you got a gun in the night? And I was like, I was traveling across the country alone on a motorcycle in the deep south, and I thought it would be wise to have protection. And he he d- didn't hear anything I said because he turned to his friend and said, man, toss this guy. No, cuff him, then toss him. And if he tries anything, shoot him. And I was like, well, this has gone downhill really quickly. Is this, <laughs> so is this a police? This is a police officer. Yeah. Okay. This is like the NYPD. NYPD Port Authority Police. Ugh. And toss means search. So um, they search me and cuff me in front of everyone, and this didn't take me to jail. Oh. The other funny part about this is that while we were waiting in line, <laughs> yeah, hilarious part. <laughs> there's several hilarious parts here. The while we're waiting in line to check in before we even get to the counter where everything went wrong. Uh, Lori says, why don't, they're going to charge us for these bags that we check, since the airlines <laughs> suck now, yeah. and they suck for a while, but whatever, and mm. and, and I had my, my gun in a, a small bag in the box with some dirty laundry, and she's like, we can just put that whole bag inside my really big bag, and I was oh, like, and and I, was like I, don't, I don't think this is, I, I don't know, I couldn't think of a reason why not to do it. Because she was right. It's like, it will save us money. And it makes sense because it'll fit. But I was just like, I don't think we should do that. And we did it anyway. And no, so they confiscated luggage. all of her lug, uh, uh, luggage as evidence. Oh. <laughs> and everything that was in it. 
so that's but there were some panties and stuff. There was there was totally panties and stuff, and <laughs> there were totally panties. And so, and so she goes stuff. home with my luggage, <laughs> and the cops take me and her luggage, and I go to jail. And uh, jail was kind of fun. I mean, as fun as jail ever is. When you they they were only gonna they were trying to hit me with misdemeanors, so I wasn't in the the pen with the felons. So you weren't in like the bad the bad. Yeah, jail. you were just kind of like in with like kind of the bullshit kind annoying of people. Yeah, it, all the people who were like they were all talking to each other like, man, what'd you get picked up for? Like, oh, I was drunk at the beach. Right. Or, oh, like, they caught right. me smoking pot, or I wasn't. I was driving without a license and shit. And they're like, hey, you, what what are you in here for? And I'm like. I was picked up in JFK Airport with a 357 Magnum and a boot dagger. <laughs> and they all moved away from me. And they were just like, boot dagger? <laughs> they're all like, what the hell is that? That's crazy. <laughs> and Billy, I'm not going to say that you look like a pussy or anything, but you're not like an imposing guy. Right. You know, it's like, I wouldn't be afraid of you if I just met you on the street. Well, that's, you know that's what, what one of my... It's just kind of funny about that. One of the public defenders, uh, I, I ended up going back to New York many, many times to deal with this court case. And one of the public defenders was like, Oh, look at you, you hard-ass criminal. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, right? <laughs> Why am I here? Uh, so they eventually let me out the next morning, and uh, and everybody gave me room to sleep because they knew that I was more bad than them. And I was meditating a lot of that, uh, while I was in jail, so they just thought that was weird. You're like a kung fu gun guy. <laughs> and sh- <laughs> and shitting yourself periodically. Yeah, and peeing um, in my hands and like washing my face with it. Usually, in the masturbating you know was kind it's, of unnecessary. It's neither. It's, not, it's, it's neither. Oh, it's probably an acid or a base. But either way, it's neutral. So you can you can clean yourself with your the, pee. The masturbating. I do it all the time. Was actually drawing uh, attention that I did not want. So oh, I okay. kind of laid off of that. Yeah. Well, we get to finish first, but yeah. then then you laid up. So, so I had I got out. I was in Queens Central Lockup at this point when they let me go, and I, I had to go back to the Port Authority Police Station near JFK. To get Lori's luggage, except they weren't going to give me the luggage; they were just going to give me the contents because they act, they have to keep the actual bags as evidence. <laughs> and so, so they give you a bag full of panties. Yeah, <laughs> in a tra- they give me two yeah, trash, trash bags. Bag. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's the <laughs> cheapest thing to do. And then were they clear trash bags? Yes, <laughs> they were. So they can see the panties. <laughs> they can see the panties. Uh, and. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm I'm leaving the the police station there, and and this other dude is there trying to get his car back. I think he might have been Persian, and oh, he was Persian. Yeah, Persian, all right. (laughs) I know. And he was Prince of Persia coming out tonight. Yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer looks bogus. Really bogus. Hey, Hey, May 29th. All right. Hey, Happy Friday, everybody. You're welcome, hey, Prince of Persia. America, <laughs> all right? It's your Memorial Day weekend. Check out Prince of Persia since the time. Sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Anyway, continue, Bill. And this, this, this Persian guy was indeed a prince. Um, he was trying to get his car back out of impound or something, and it didn't work out. And so he came out while I was waiting for a cab, and, uh, and he was furious, just boiling over with rage. I thought his eyes were going to bust out of his head. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to fight this guy right now. And I was like, I'm waiting for my cab. And and he was like, no, you're not. You are not getting giving any fucking money to this goddamn city. You ride in my cab with my brother and me. We take you wherever you want to go. And I was like, 
that's cool. Okay. So his brother shows up. I would have been. I would have been like, "Hey, I've been in through enough trouble." <laughs> and Please stop telling me. Like you seem like you're a bad man. His brother shows up, and we get in the cab, and and he's just keeps ranting. He's so mad, and uh, and I'm like just sort of supporting him. Like, yeah. Yeah, fuck everybody. Whatever. <laughs> was this near the finale for American Idol? Was that what? <laughs> I don't know. All right. But he, just, took, he was just a madman then. Yeah, he took me a to, to the airport and uh, and at some at some point he started talking about terrorists and 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 people from the Middle East and how like he doesn't get it and I was like that's cool man. I don't think that you're like that or whatever. Yeah, who can talk about this all day? Then, <laughs> then he he uh he told me that God was on my side and gave me a big hug. And, and oh, that's and, good to know. And when when he dropped me off and and handed me my bags, my trash bags of other people's clothes, and <laughs> I, I went into the airport in panties. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I walked in there feeling really good. And uh, they they couldn't find my flight from yes from the day before that I had missed, um, because. It had been canceled on accident, and so I had no ticket home. And they, they, Delta said they couldn't verify anything, so they couldn't refund me or do anything at the time. And I, yeah. and I was hey, like, "We're Delta. We can't do shit for yeah. you." And, yeah, that, that's actually that's our motto. I saw that on the poster. Yep. And then the guy at the counter took out a boot knife and threw it <laughs> at someone. It was right. He should have been arrested. <laughs> well, he worked for the shit. airline. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> And so I got everybody's name, and I said, I'll sort this out later, um, but I got to go home. Are there any flights? And they said, there is one more flight back to L.A. today, but there are only first-class seats. And there was some more haggling, and I tried to get, you know, just to pay the difference from my other flight, and they said no, and so I paid for a first-class flight home, which was like around $1,000. Yeah, I didn't want to guess. I figured it would be a lot. but It, it was down a lot. lot. Oceanic 816 flight to LA. <laughs> and then I. And <laughs> so you earned the first class flight at this point, I feel like. Oh, what, fuck what yeah, dude. And so I'm on a first class flight home checking trash bags of belongings. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I call Lori and I'm like, I'm coming home. There was, no, there was only a first class flight. And booze is free on the first class flight. So just, you know. Get ready. <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> Uh, when I get there, I'm going to be probably out of sorts. And I, I get on the plane, and there's nobody sitting beside me. I'm like, this That's cool. Nice. First class nice. flight with uh, not only nobody a super wide seat, you get yeah. nobody even around you. I could I could spread out everywhere. I felt Australian. You could literally take a shit in the next seat, and you wouldn't even smell it. Or again, masturbate again. Yeah, <laughs> or masturbate as Jim is it's a major proponent of, as we all are. <laughs> it's healthy. And at the I very at the very last minute, <laughs> um, this guy gets on the plane and it's coming to sit down beside me. And he's this um, very handsome, tall black man, bald hair, long goatee, well, bald held head rather, not bald hair. Your hair can't be bald. <laughs> bald hair. <laughs> bald hair. <laughs> and uh, you know, in first class, they 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 take care of you. And so before we tip take off. Uh, you get beverage service, and, and you know, in case you've never been on a first class flight, before. I actually never have. I never have. Nor have I. I was talking about this to someone recently, and it seems really fantastic. It is the shit, man. Just totally tops. And and 
she I've already got my drink. Well in. worth a thousand dollars for one way flight. So that's <laughs> that's how much I'm trying to drink on this flight. And and she comes by and asks uh, my my new uh, buddy uh, Jobo, would you can I get you something before uh, we take off? And he looks at me and says, "What are you having?" And I said, "Bourbon and Coke." And he says, "Ah, oh, the same thing." I'm like, "Fucking a man!" And uh, I think we fist bumped, and then we just started having a ball, and uh, just. Every time one of us would get a drink, the other one would, and we were just partying it up. Everybody else is trying to sleep because this is like an evening flight, and and we're like coordinating our personal television so that we're watching Flight of the Concords at the same time, so we can laugh at the same jokes oh, together. Friends. Yeah, total friends. I have a feeling. Was this Jaleel White? Was he- <laughs> I wish. Oh, okay. His name was something like Zingra. He was in some band. He played drums, and and he gave me his contact information, which I think was all fake. Because I haven't been able to, to, to find him since then. Well, that's, that's but, okay. You but we had a time. ball laughing yeah. it up. And um, and when I started to get tired, we started drinking Irish coffees. And, um, and and about four hours into the flight, I actually explained that I was in jail last night. <laughs> and uh, he thought that was pretty funny. Turns out that I got back to L.A. and to go back to New York about five or six times. And... Um, with a little luck and black magic, I got the whole thing thrown out. Luckily. Yeah. Wow. Did you have to pay any lawyers? Good for you. Jeez, that's, that's a lot I didn't, of I didn't have to pay a lawyer because my, really? pu- my public defender was, was like gung-ho about the whole thing. He, was he one of those guys that like he, the idealist public defender being like, this is bullshit. Yeah, he was like, this like, is bullshit. This is insane. This, this judge is an asshole. Man, you were just, you thought you were doing the right thing. This is bullshit. And. And, and I was like, wow, you're really feisty for a little old man. And uh, he, he certainly was. I mean, to me, that seems pretty cut and dry. I mean, I don't know what the gun laws are in New York. I'm not going to pretend Oh, no. so the problem was but, that in, in New York, you can't possess any firearm, even a rifle. At with, all. Without um, a permit that's really hard to get. And they have a rule of thumb law, which is if you're in transit, like coming through the city, you can, you can have your, your firearm in town... For if you're there for under 24 hours. Um, and since I was there for like 72 hours, that didn't fly. Interesting. Yeah. Like well, it just, it just like seems safe. Damned it's one of those things, you know, you don't want to have everything be wishy-washy, but at the same time, it, it's one of those situations where you clearly were trying to do the right thing. You clearly were not some kind of criminal. You were, you were telling the police officer, like, hello, police officer. Yeah. I have a gun. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, you weren't trying to do anything insane. You were just... It stayed locked up in its box inside yeah. Unarmed, the apartment the whole uh, Unloaded, time. I'm sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's yeah. just like, it was just, it's insane that you... I, I feel like this is something we can go over in our lessons learned. Yeah, let's do that. Later in the show. Let's take a quick break then. Yeah. A quick break. A very quick break. How quick? Probably about 10 seconds. Oh man, that's quick. Welcome back, ladies and or gentlemen. In every show that we have, we learn things. We learn lessons going forward in our lives. And this show, more so, I would say, than most, if not all others, we've learned many lessons. Lots of lessons. Yeah. So let's try to get through that shit right now. Well, I learned that you don't want to stay in Union, Alabama. Never. Ever. Yeah, Ever. get in, get out, 
even if we have to get in at all. Maybe don't get in. Yeah. Yeah. Just when you see that that sign on the side of the road, just just blink and keep driving. Yeah. It's a it's just consider it a disconnection, Alabama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> disconnection. Yeah. If you want to be French about it, yes. Comment show une fois. Did you learn anything else, Jim? I learned that New York is pretty tough on gun laws. Oh, they are Nazis. Quite tough. I learned literally. That... Speaking of Nazis, <laughs> I don't think. Go on. No, no, it's only bad. Someone pointed out on the most recent Haynes commercial, Michael Jordan is clearly sporting a Hitler mustache. Isn't that weird? This is a lesson. So if you're, if you look like or. Or Michael Jordan. I'm just comment on this. I Isn't that weird? The lesson is that look at look, next time you watch even Michael again, Jordan can be a Nazi. Oh, even Michael Jordan can do whatever he wants, I guess. Because it's like, like look at the commercial. Next time you see it, he clearly has a Hitler mustache. It's insane. I'm, I I'm I, would, I haven't up. seen it, but I'm just going to contend that it was a Charlie Chaplin mustache. I agree with that. I'd like to say that because Hitler similar. ruined it for everybody. That was a fashionable style. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> you know what? Continue. More so than anything else that you did, Hitler. Fuck you for ruining that mustache. That's just yeah. one less option for guys to get yeah. bored with facial hair. Like, yeah. Isn't that weird That's the hand worst gesture? thing you did. And also, yeah, that, that hand That gesture. wrist thing where he flips uh, his hand, the palm upward. Yeah. Like, that's just weird. And your shitty paintings. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, those are bad. Oh, and Blitzkrieg. However well, good so idea cool. as good it word. was. It's a great word, though. I prefer yeah. shock and or awe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I learned... Um, Oh, I didn't learn anything, really, because I already learned. You lived it. But yeah. What did you learn when you lived it, though? Well, one th- one thing that I'd like to point out is that if you're going from from New Orleans to New York and, 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 and plan on getting arrested. Uh, New York. And plan on getting arrested <laughs> to New York. Do not carry, do not carry uh, a voodoo grigri bag in your pocket. If you don't know what that is, it's a little pouch of... Uh, Magical herbs, and I don't mean the kind you. Smoke. I learned that in Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Father. Unless that is no, that is Billy. Unless you plan on using it. Well, well I was using it for safe travel, and it got me out of Union, Alabama, and the whole foot washing scandal. And, <laughs> but uh, the the cops they they um they said, "What the fuck is this?" And I said, "Oh God, how do I explain voodoo grigri to New Yorkers?" and I, uh, you know, blathered at them for a minute, and they said... Yeah, I can explain that bullshit. Yeah, let's, uh, let's just pretend we didn't see this, and they threw it in the trash. And Everything gonna be gree-gree. <laughs> hey, Yamar, hey, come on, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> oh, Neil Blomkamp. Pretty much. So, uh, watch that shit, if you plan on. So, you'd be, I assure you, yeah. officer, it's, it's not drugs, Put it under your on on your gums. You'll not nothing will happen. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. Unless you believe in it, and then you gotta wa- watch out for that Gregory. Gregory. True. Mm-hmm. Um. What else we get? Um. Well, I mean, I would say it's always good to be polite to law enforcement, mm. uh, but in I general, feel like it is. like that's that's Doesn't a general rule, matter. and it's not to say that we learn this from you. Because you were, you seemed to be always polite and had was, all your permits. I was such a bootlicker. Well, consider the source. Source? He's a polite you. young, uh, oh, young yeah, gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. I like to hear the police side of the story, honestly. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right. right. You're right. right. Yeah, there's like the staircase here. You don't know. You don't know what the prosecution has to say. 
I spit on them and you know the wave I was waving in my genitalia and stuff. Uh, I oh, you're out. waving your dack at them. Well, well, to your credit, you did shave your balls. Yeah, man, they, they were smooth. That's Ob- why they they fly more easily through the wind. Uh, Objection! Objection, Your Honor. Those balls were not shaved, <laughs> at least not today. One can clearly see stubble on the scrotum. They were shorn, then. How about that? Uh, freshly shorn scrotum. Overruled! <laughs> I would have preferred a sustained, but I get it. Well, anyway, this was a... I don't know how much we learned, but we did learn one thing. Probably don't want to take a handgun into the airport or a boot knife. In New York. In New but York. I also feel Other like places are fine. Yeah. There's, I don't think there, there's, as long as you're responsible, I feel, I, I personally don't feel there's a lot wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with carrying protection. No. Especially if you're on a T100. Fabulous motorcycle. <laughs> Especially if, if you might get gang raped by roving uh, packs of, of Segregationists. In, in Union, Alabama. I'm just saying, yeah. you're driving through an area of the country or somebody might be like, you got some pretty hair, boy. You know, it's like, right. you, you're going to want to have that gun. And I do have beautiful hair. And you, you and used like, to, too. It, yeah, oh, yeah, it was much longer. I'm not longer. saying it doesn't look yeah, good now, it's, right. it's, but it used it's to be okay very luxurious. Now, but... yeah, yeah. I had luxurious hair, too. You did. We bonded on that one. Yeah. We rubbed our hair together. <laughs> well, we Jim, did. you had long hair. It was creepy. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Jim. I gotta give you some I've had hair. two different people oh. say my hair was luscious. Oh, I have heard this. Yeah, you did tell me this. So come on. Hey, my hair is short. <laughs> it, it is that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. sparse. It's going <laughs> yeah. It is sparse. No, yes. no, you're no, not. No, sparse in the negative sense, because Jim and I did coin a, a uh, phrase the other night. Something negative would be sparse. Dude, that chick's totally sparse. Yeah, it's a new <laughs> new, new slang. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, it's just, in general, like, well, how's this party? I'm pretty sparse, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, you you yeah. get it. Because yeah. the world needs more negative words. Exactly. Um, well, well, we gotta I, replace gay. We can't say that anymore. It's not, it's not proper. Well, unless you're really, really happy, and then you just gotta use it. That's right. the thing. We can take it back. We, but there was a... Uh, what do they call it? With public service announcement on television, and like, you can't say you can't say things are are gay if they're lame. They mm. actually said, "Knock it off." Really? Yeah. I it's never like, saw. Whoa. Oh. Okay. I think I'll, this one I will. was like Hayden Panettiere, and I think that's that, that's a girl. valid message. No, I get it because I mean the word "gay" generally has some hate attached to it. Who's like, "Oh, this is yeah. gay." You Not know, amongst you know, that, anyone that we would be around, but many other people, perhaps in the South. Ones that might rape you in Union, Alabama, yeah. might be homophobic. For the record, I do think that gentleman that was trying to warn me was also trying to rape me at the same time. Yeah, so he's not really a hero. He's just more of a bystander hoping to get some ass. But then realized he couldn't, but he wasn't evil. Right. So he was like, well, it's not going to happen for me, but at least maybe you won't get your ass kicked. God, I hope he hears this. Mm-hmm. He will. I think the odds are low. We have hundreds of thousands of listeners. That's, yeah. totally that's right. Important. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds, if not millions. Of so I, I dedicate this to you, strange nerd rapist. Hey, Whiskey Pete. This <laughs> one's for you. And if you want to send us an email, Whiskey Pete, you can send it to oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can find us on Twitter at oldmenpodcast. Yes, or we... Are on Facebook, as Jim has said a number of times. What? Let's just look up old men on Facebook. Old men on the mountain at Facebook. Yeah, you'll find it. Just you do it. They, they, they really need um, friends. Just, 
And then, um, well, you can see photographs. There'll be a picture of Billy in case you're curious what he looks like. Yeah. He's probably a little uglier than you thought. But it, it's, <laughs> it's, I, it, it'll be there. Are you going to put my photo on there? Oh, sure. Oh, God. It's only a Facebook picture. I'll take one from Facebook. Okay. No, it'll take one of the best ones. Take one but, of the ones with guns. I always take great pictures. And I'll, a I'll boot, look for one. A boot one. dagger. Boot dagger. Maybe I'll put a few <laughs> up there. I don't know. But the, there'll be an awesome picture of you, and I'm going to tag you so they can all find you. Super. Oh my gosh. Well, I I'm excited. I gotta thank Billy for this epic story. The first time we've ever done one where it's just the whole story just takes up the whole time. But it was totally necessary. No, 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 not no, anything apologies. to apologize. An epic story. And with lots of lessons learned. Honestly, when I tell stories, my stomach turns, so I'm glad I didn't have to. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. There, there, you know, yeah, Jim, frankly, as I was saying before, I've run out of stories, so I don't know what to do on the no, next No, I have many more to I tell. Do. You'll have to scramble. I, I got, I'm, a good, I'm good for another six months, probably. Wow. You've got a lot of boring stories. I a lot of pointless, aimless <laughs> stories. And honestly, for you listeners, the next one, I'll be telling one because I was supposed to do this time, but I was going to tell a very embarrassing story. Oh, that sounds so, good. I'm sorry, gonna everybody. Be, gonna about my diarrhea of the mouth. Billy, stop fucking apologizing. Yeah, you but did you miss great. out on Jim's embarrassing let me, story. Let me Everyone's add one, sick of Jim's can I, shit. Can I add one thing before we close this out? Yeah, Another yeah. thing to be learned, actually. Phil, no, I would love it if you did that, Jim. I was working on a show called Virus Hunters, mm-hmm. and I learned a new word that's really gross. The guy was talking about E. coli, and people get crazy, awful, bloody diarrhea. Why are we telling you this? No, no, um, because he referred to the diarrhea as diary, which I've never heard that word before. Diary? Like, like, the diary was (laughs) bloody. Do you want to end the show on you telling the story about <laughs> I think diarrhea as diary? Mispronouncing that. You just totally put this whole show into the the Hoover Dam. It was... (laughs) His name was Rob Tux. A, <laughs> no, yes, it was. You gotta stop this. I'm not making this up. He's, I, no, I he's a scientist the from the CDC, and he's like, no one, no one wants no, to hear about no, this. He said it I in do. a breathy voice. <laughs> no, no, he's like, the diary was bloody. Like, oh. it, was, it was really weird. It, and he has a crazy oh. mustache, and he was like the quintessential high school science teacher, except he's very important. Wow. With the the centers for disease control, and it by the way, it's not center for disease control. It's centers <laughs> for disease control. Does anyway, this, on that note, does this guy have like uh, some kind of encephalitis or oh. something that's messing with his brain? Encephalitis means swelling of the brain. I Are you talking about Jim or the guy he's talking about? The guy that Jim's talking. The scientist. The scientist is his totally brain swollen with too much scientific knowledge. Well, and it's making him stupid. Well, this he is one other funny thing on this scientist. It's actually <laughs> oh, a part no. of the show that we cut out, Billy. <laughs> You don't want to hear about this. This is one of the amazing ones <laughs> the scientists, stuff, which I think is really funny. Quick. I don't want to hear about any of this. On one of the episodes that he was talking about, people got sick from eating raw cookie dough. And no! Which, which is really a, really a good tasting dough. Oh, it tastes fantastic. And he couldn't believe people would eat this. In one of the interview bites that we That's cut funny. out, he was like, He's like, I had to ask my daughter, do people actually eat cookie dough? And she was like, yeah, Dad. She's like, It's like a yes, comfort Dad. food. And he's like, and I couldn't believe it. He's like that kind of science guy. He's like, really? Encephalitis, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do this. I think Jim can do this, but I'm going to try to throw it down. Billy, I'm going to be quiet. I think you should be quiet. And Jim, explain why you just ended the show with the diarrhea and the cookie dough. <laughs> and then just like take us on out. There was a reason that I can't remember from five minutes ago. Uh-huh. Oh. 
But it made sense when I was saying it, though. I can my 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 train of logic. I I thought made sense. And you're looking at me like I'm a jackass, and I'm sure that I am. And I can't really. We have to listen back on this, and hopefully the listeners will be like, "Oh, yeah, that did make sense." But if it didn't, I wouldn't count on it. It's Friday night, and the feeling's right. Gonna have some fun. <laughs> so on that note, show you how it's done. TGIF. TG. Right. I wrote my own rule. Sorry, Billy, but I had to. I had to okay. end it. All right. Well, this was what a treat. Thank you, Billy, for being here. I'm just happy Jim, to be on TV. Sorry for giving you so much shit. I just didn't get the whole diarrhea thing. I was. Confused. You know, as I was saying it, I wasn't sure why it made sense. But I think when we listen back, you're gonna you're gonna be a believer. You know what? Uh, I I almost always am, Jim. God love you. Can we go out on a round of uh, diarrhea cha cha cha? Yes. Yes. Diarrhea cha cha cha. Diarrhea cha cha cha. When you're standing in the shower and you smell something sour. Diarrhea cha cha cha. Diarrhea cha cha cha. When you're sliding into dirt and your pants start to burn. Diarrhea cha cha. All right, thank you guys for having me on the show. (laughs) Hey, Billy, thank you for being on the show. It was fucking awesome. I can't wait for story number two nine months from now. Cool, I got more. When you have a baby. Are you pregnant? I am way pregnant. You couldn't tell? Lori, I'm I'm sorry you're hearing this in this format, but you are pregnant. No, I'm pregnant. Oh. It's me. It's like that Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, that's a whole other story, okay? All right, goodbye, America. Next time. (laughs) 